Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to your weekly astrological weather. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Amanda Poole-Walsh. I'm the founder of Astrology Hub, and I am here with the one and only predictive astrologer, Anne Ortley. Anne, it's so great to be back. Welcome back from your vacation. I hope you oh, had so much fun. fun. Yes. I had yes. so much fun, Amanda. It was so much fun. Yay! It's so Yay. good to play with your girlfriends and just be mm-hmm. in a different mm-hmm. setting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and good. it was really magical. Um, we've Sonia's owned the house 14 years, and she's been thinking of selling it because it's a big house. It's a five-bedroom, multi-million-dollar house in Sag Harbor, and so she sold it this weekend. Wow. So we went out on, she had an open house Saturday morning and we got there at 2.30 after the open house. And I walked in and I said, you have really great aspects for like getting an offer from the open house. She said, I have a contract out. Whoa. <laughs> and so during my birthday dinner, which was Saturday night, she got a text from the realtor that the contract had been signed. So we celebrated, but it was also a little sad because, you know, it's going to close on Halloween around there and we'll never be there again. So mm. I've been out there so many times. It's, you know. We all, we all have our own rooms, we all, you know, and then everybody is, it's a group of women. We were supposed to go to an astrology conference in Colorado, so we normally just go for a weekend, but because we were going to extend and do a, you know, a spa trip after, we had all taken the week off, so we went to Sonia's instead. So it was really nice, because normally it's just a couple days, but this was like five days and really yeah. into it, yeah. and then we were able to do the new moon ritual out there. Uh, she has got this beautiful tree with three trees, the maiden, the mother, and the crone, you know, the goddess energy. So we sat under this tree and we did a beautiful ritual on Thursday morning. I mean, I got up at quarter of seven. <laughs> which you never did happened. it right at the new moon. You we did, did it right at the new moon. Nice. The new moon was at seven. It went void at 740. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, of course, we had the Libra moon last week, which I said, that's going to be hard. That's got bad news. That's got not not good. And that was when we got the news that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Um, And that, of course, Mercury was in Libra and the moon was in Libra. And so we we learned of her leaving. Well, I mean, we knew she'd been sick, but I think um, it really hit a lot of people hard. Um, And, you know, the reason you and I have credit cards and you own property and we have, we can get a car loan and we can go Mm -hmm. to law school, all the work that Ruth did, it's the house that Ruth built because she, and she did it very cleverly. She's got a very strong Mercury and she has a Mars, I think Mars, Neptune, she's a Pisces. And so on the South node and Mercury and her Mercury's in Aries. So it's very pointed Mercury and her Mars is in Virgo, but they're in mutual reception. So she always argued the cases from the men's point of view. So she would, the first case that she did, and everybody should go watch on the basis of sex or something like that was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. That was her first case. And the guy was a, was a, was a guy in Nebraska or Kansas or somewhere in the middle part of the country. And he had been denied by the IRS a caretaking deduction because men didn't care for things. Mm. And so she argued that case that men sh- could care for things and he should be allowed the deduction. And her husband, who was a tax accountant, tax lawyer, gave her the case and said, this is your case. And she won it. And so she would go in and argue from the men's point of view so that they could see the discrimination and fix it. Because if she argued from the woman's point of view, they wouldn't always see it because the, the vision was the same. And I remember one point, somebody asked her how many justices on the Supreme Court should be women. And she went nine. And the guy went, what? She goes, well, you don't think anything about having nine men. 
And, and so she had this ability with the Mercury and Aries and the Mars and Virgo to kind of flip the argument because they're in mutual reception. And that's what mutual reception means. The planets are in signs the other planet likes. So they work really well together. And it was an inconjunct. So she always made you adjust how you thought. Wow. Right? And Mercury and Aries aspecting the Mars and Neptune on the south node, one of her famous quotes was her mother-in-law said, sometimes you need to be a little deaf, a little hard of hearing. And don't react to everything. You know, just you heard it, but just kind of pretend you didn't hear it and and proceed, right? So that energy with her is, is a, she has a beautiful chart. So, and of course she died in Rosh Hashanah and in, I'm not Jewish, but I understand from my Jewish friends in that tradition, that's like you're really marked as sacred by God. Mm. And she had a mystic rectangle as you might expect because of her calling to do this work. And... Um, yeah, I mean, the reason anybody, any other woman can be supported, appointed to that Supreme Court is because, uh, you know, she blazed the way. And we have credit cards, we have all these things because of the work she did in the 60s and 70s on, you know, women and men should be treated equally. Wow. Well, even being able to be here and have these conversations and both of us be entrepreneurs, you know, have our own businesses, all of that. I mean, have our own bank account. Yeah. Wow. Have our own credit card. You couldn't have any of that. Jobs were, I mean, I'm, I'm 66. Jobs were labeled male, female. You couldn't apply for jobs, right? And all that she fixed. Wow. Her legacy is enormous for us. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that in. You know, there's so many things we take, for, I'll speak for myself, I take for granted at this point. And it, even, even the people that paved the way for astrology to be practiced the way that we're practicing it today, people used to be killed for practicing astrology or put in jail for practicing astrology. So there's so many people that have really enabled us to do what we do right now. So thank you for reminding us of her legacy. Well, we stand on their shoulders. We stand on their shoulders. So like when when Chadwick Boseman, he did a speech honoring Denzel Washington and he said, we stand on your shoulders. The work you did as an actor got us to have the Black Panther and to be all on stage. We, We forget where we come from sometimes. Right. And Ruth was, um, you know, she got appointed to the court during the Clinton administration, right? Um, Bill Clinton appointed her, but, you know, a lot of the work that's happened that's tied to civil rights or human rights, women's rights, which, you know, the Constitution didn't have women mentioned anywhere in the Constitution. And there's a famous line in that case where she says, the word freedom isn't mentioned anywhere either. Justice. Mm. You know, so, you know, it's important for us to, we don't realize how much we have because of those who have gone before. So in the case of Denzel Washington, helping the Black Panther happen, and he actually paid for Chadwick Boseman to go to a training program. Um, He anonymously supported him. So the, the gifts that people give that allow us to proceed, we don't always recognize. So. Yeah. So, you know, so she left. That was the hard news. I mean, I was just like, oh my God, on Friday. But I get it. You know, we're having the structures change. We're having a lot of our iconic leaders leave us. um, And we look back at what they did. And then we understand what they got us to. And then our job is to continue that legacy and move forward and help the people that come behind us. You know, we, we help pull them forward by our work. You know, mm-hmm. so as you and I do this, we were doing this astrology hub and people are listening and saying, gee, the energy is really harsh this next because it's going to be 
This is like, I don't even want to give it a number, Amanda. I don't want to give it a number. Off the scale. But we know that the energy asks us to take action and see things. And so, you know, we're really getting into whatever the Saturn Pluto brought up for you that needs to be restructured in your chart. This is when the sledgehammer hits. This is when the the guy comes and cuts down the tree in the backyard because you're putting an addition on. This is big week and structurally big. Last week was Jupiter. We lost justice. This week we have Saturn. We see the consequences of our choices and whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever's going to go on with her appointment, you know, because the Obama thing was they denied him from March, and this one's like 40 days till the election. She said, don't appoint anybody, let the new president, you know, so it's like us looking and then all the GOP people that are now trying to argue the other side of, well, we have to appoint. It's like, no, you don't. Stop it. Be a hypocrite. But this is accountability, Saturn, Mars square for your actions all week. So if something comes at you and you go, "Uh oh, maybe I wasn't doing what I should have done. Saturn is stopping in the sky next Tuesday. So this runs till next Tuesday. The five days at the end of the week really are big. And Mars squares Saturn, part two. This is his second square. And he's in fire. He's pretty feisty. And then uh, there's a lot of other stuff going on too. So, But the key is whenever something happens goes, what's my role here? What's my accountability? And how do I step into it and take responsibility if it's something I did? If it's something I didn't do and someone else is doing it, I sit and watch them and I say, uh, is that responsible? Are you, you're accountable for your choices and your actions. And that's really, this is a big one. This is a really big one. And is this, um, does this have any sort of surprise element to it or is, has this been building? It's got a surprise. I mean, we knew Ruth was sick, but it has a surprise element to it and it has been building. And it's, you remember, we're Mars retrograde. So whatever the story was when Mars went into, um, uh, went into his shadow on July 25th through September 9th, that's when you became aware of the story. Not that it wasn't there before, but then you really, you got hit with it. What when was Mars that date? July 25th to what? July 25th to September 9th, right? And mm-hmm. Mars came in mm-hmm. and woke up a story and we all went, wow. And now he's going retrograde, so he's saying, I'm going to reverse the story. I'm going to change it. Provided you, Mars Saturn, take accountability for your behavior and your actions. Now, sometimes you're going to be witnessing someone who's not taking accountability. That is not your cue to step in and do it for them. That is your cue to look at them and say, actions have consequences. What are you doing? And allow them to um, step in and understand it, right? and understand their role or, you know, point it out whether they like to hear it or not, you know, um, that, that is, that's a way to use this energy. But on your own personal level, if you said you were going to do something, you can't bail. This is when they come and they say, I thought you said you were going to do this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I did. And so it's really, and of course, we know when Mars comes in, he builds the energy and the tension. And then, of course, you know, the weekends, we have the bad moons, right? So this weekend, we have a Capricorn moon aspecting the Jupiter, aspecting the Saturn, aspecting the Pluto and saying aspects, consequences of actions. And it's Capricorn, so it's a little harder. It's a little more, yeah, that's what it means. That's what it means, you know. So, you know, I was raised Catholic. 
I know personally, I couldn't, I mean, I never faced the choice. I could never have an abortion, right? I, I just couldn't do it. But I also don't feel it's my place to tell people not to. And of course, one of the things with the Supreme Court, you know, who's going to, you know, put a conservative on, they can conceivably overturn Roe v. Wade. And I've had people say to me, well, I'm voting Republican because they're going to go. And, and so I went on a little rant, which I do on occasion with people. And I'm like, look, George Bush had both houses for two years. Trump had both houses for two years. If these guys, these white guys, really wanted to regulate our uterus, they could have passed a law in any of those four years, and they didn't, because they don't have the fucking balls. But they keep selling you this, we're going to put the judge on there. Now, we had prohibition. That was passed by Congress. This does not have to be the Supreme Court. They're just, you know, but I get like crazy, well, I'm going to vote GOP because. I'm like, no, 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 no. These guys could have coulda fixed it if they really, really wanted to. This is just their little dang. I know, I feel baby. like they've been waving that one forever. They wave it forever. They wave, but it's also, a, it's a con because they don't do that. They don't care about us. 200,000 of us have died. I mean, I got a little ranty and I, you know, and it, it is that kind of week where you may go off on somebody. And so a couple of people wrote, wow, that was a rant. I'm like, I know I lost it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this week we're going to be really passionate. So, you know, you may you may find you're in that kind of space. And your job, remember Mars square Saturn, you want to look at them and say, is this what you really fell for? Is this what your con is? Oh, okay, you know, I did agree that I'm going to do it now. That, you know, there's a few choices here. Mars always asked us to choose, and it always is an opportunity to repair something that didn't go well. Now, you had said, let's talk a little bit about last week. We had the new moon in Virgo. So Thursday, Friday, Thursday afternoon and Friday were nasty and Saturday morning. Then Sunday, Monday, today, tomorrow, to Wednesday, tomorrow at like 1.30 or something Eastern time, great time to do the ritual because this ritual, the new moon was in Virgo and, um, and it's a boy with a censure at the altar, right? So whether you're conscious of your faith or you're unconscious and you're going through the ritual, there's an opportunity for you to connect into the, the Neptune, the rapture, the dream. To un and I know when I was a little kid, I used to save a place for my guardian angel to sit next to me in church because I figured they were definitely in church. And, um, you know, that, that energy of, okay, yeah, yeah, we're good, we're here, you know. And when we were, my mother would send us to uh, confession and we'd get in the car, she'd go, what's your penance? And <laughs> she could tell how bad you'd been. First she'd ask which priest you had. Because they gave different, and then she'd go, what was your penance? And then uh -huh. you know, she, she knew what you'd been doing, right? So this is, a, this is one of those weeks when maybe you want to make a little penance. And so we'll see. But the, but the great time, if you did not do a new moon ritual, because this ritual, sun and moon are trying to Saturn, right? And they're also in conjunct to Mars and Aries. And Mars and Aries is saying, what do you need to let go of? And I said this last week, you know, and I, I talked about my uh, meditation teacher, um, who's, you know, off working on her stuff uh leaving and saying i need to go i need to you know that john denver song i have to go and do this thing i'll be back i'm leaving on a jet plane but you you want to look at what you want to release and say i don't really want to do that anymore it's not really serving me or that's done so like sonia sold her house so you know we were all like oh we're releasing the house so it's good i mean we know we're still going to be friends we know we're still going to gather but it's you know it's going to be different and the trying to Saturn says, look at the work you need to do 
to get what you want, Mars square Saturn, you have to go back and revise your behavior, revise and understand, work on a new level. And so the ritual this next couple of days, very powerful time to do it. Do it through Wednesday. We're having the, we moved the podcast to Monday, so you actually have two and a half days left. <laughs> And you, it's not hard. You just sit and light a candle. You think about your Virgo house, you know, where you need to serve. The Virgo house is where we always serve. And in trining Saturn and it says, what's the work you're going to serve? What is the work you're supposed to do here on earth? And how are you to serve? So you and I serve through the vehicle of astrology. And that's, you know, that's important. And then, I mean, this week's going to be nasty. So you might as well just do a ritual and stay home and light your candles and <laughs> say your prayers. <laughs> because part of it is consequences for actions, but it's also partly every time you find yourself going, really, really, you want to kind of go, okay, that's maybe an area. And you may go, I can't take action on that. I'm just too tired, which is totally fine. Other people can step up, but it's also understanding we're pointing out things. We're getting things pointed out to us by Mars. Mm. Says, do you see what you get when you do this? Mm. And you kind of go, mm, I didn't mean to do that. And he goes, I know, but that's what you did. You want to change it? Take action. And that's, that's the invitation, especially if it's something you don't like. Okay. Says, yeah. Fire yeah. away. I know you've been scribbling notes. Furiously uh, yes, there, Miss Amanda. <laughs> All right. So last week, Mm -hmm. It was, there was the um, theme around secrets or deception or lies. And yeah. so what I experienced was subtlety in like, it wasn't big things, but it was like, where have you not been totally exactly truthful or authentic in the situation and why? Like, what is it because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings? Is it because you don't, is it because you're afraid of, of um, them seeing some aspect of you that maybe they won't like? Is it, you know, what, why? So being more, being more pointed, more honest, more exacting in dialogue was something that came up. What I noticed, would this week be a time to have those like very pointed, tough conversations or would it be better to wait a little bit until after this intensity or this tension is, is passed? Okay, back to the Catholic. Virgo, sins of omission or commission. Right? Mm, yes. So did, what did we omit that we didn't, we didn't acknowledge? And, and sometimes that's important. You know how like when somebody tells you a story about what went on, Yes. And then you hear about it from the other person or a third person who is a witness. And they say, oh, but they left out this part. Right. And you go, oh, okay. That, that's important. There's an that's, important reason why that part was that left part out. That part got left out in the telling of the story. Right. You know, like, well, look at, look at this. And it's like, well, you left that reason out. Right. So this is when you catch them. Now, what we're also having this week, which is another part of it, is Venus is in Leo. And she is forming a finger of God all this week. And she's in Leo, which is the heart path. And this week, we also have the sun going into Libra out of Virgo, which is that attention to detail and the what did I leave in and what did I leave out? You know, what's the, I mean, I, right before I came in, I was making some potato leek soup. And I'm like, I don't think I have any time. I don't think I have any time. And I'm looking, I found, oh, I found the time. And then I'm like, I don't think I have any bay leaves and I don't have any bay leaves. So I'm like, all right, so no bay leaves. All right, I can do that. But it was like, I got to put bay leaves on the list. You know, I've been cooking more and I don't have bay leaves. I don't know what it's going to taste like with the soup, right? But I'm changing the recipe. So our 
Venus, and I may like it better without the bay leaves, but Venus is coming in aspecting, Nep aspecting Jupiter, aspecting Neptune, aspecting Saturn, aspecting Pluto. So she's making a finger of God, fast moving, but she also is going to be talking to the sun in Libra because sun goes into Libra and he answers to Venus and Leo. And she's going to be saying, so what's the real honorable place here? What's the heart path here? Because Venus and Leo is a pure heart. And so mm. last week when you were watching, well, I'm kind of pulling back a little because I don't really want to, I'm kind of like, mm, you're not in the heart, you're not in a heart-centered place. Right. So this week Venus is going to say, what's the heart-centered place? So I'm not going to say, don't say it. I'm going to say, it's a very volatile week. And so if you do say it, you may find that the person really overreacts or they may reveal something you hadn't seen before, or you get a reason for why, or, you know, you're right, I am kind of taking advantage of you. And I have been. And now I'm feeling a little guilty. Or you brought it up, or I left it out. You leave it out for a reason, you know? So I'll tell another Catholic penance joke. <laughs> little boy, little boy, altar boy, goes to confession. And the priest goes, hello, Johnny, how are you? And he goes, oh, I'm good, I'm good. He said, you know, Father, I kissed a girl. And the priest goes, oh, who'd you kiss? He goes, you know, I can't say father. It's not nice to talk. He goes, well, did you kiss Susan Smith? No, no, I can't say father. I can't say. And he said, but, you know, but I kissed her. And, you know, I kind of touched her breast. Father goes, oh, did you, did you do that with Jennifer Kingston? And the little boy goes, no, no, I didn't do it with her. Didn't do it with her. How about, was it Mabel? Was it Mabel Smith? Mabel Jones? And the little boy goes, no, 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 no. I can't tell you, Father, but I'm, I'm apologizing and I want, you know, forgiveness. So the priest goes, okay. Uh, you know, because you touched girls' breasts, no altar service for you for two weeks. And go forth and sin and say a Hail Mary and our Father. So the little guy goes out, says to his friend, got two weeks off and three leads. Two weeks off and three leads? Three leads. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is a week for you to get your leads. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. I because I have my thirteen years of Catholic school too. Yeah, my daughter. You can always spot a Catholic girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or boy, or boy. And my daughters haven't been raised in the church at all. And mm. so I was explaining confession to them. I was like, so we would go into this box. box. <laughs> there would be a screen. You could only see the profile of the pre you. You don't even know who you're talking to, but you well, have. They all have different voices. My mother. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who, which but priest was it? Yeah. Yeah, but then you have to tell them all the things that you did that were bad, mm -hmm. and then they would give you a punishment, which was basically saying prayers. Mm -hmm. And it was like it actually, they were like, "Whoa, that's so weird." And the more I spoke about it, I was like, "Yeah, you know, it really is quite <laughs> weird." <laughs> but we yeah. did it. And we did yeah, it. We did it. School, like it's school. It was part of school. You know, yeah. you had to go do your confession on Fridays. Mm -hmm. Like, um, okay, not so, sin until Sunday, because then you couldn't have communion. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, well, and also when I was younger, you know, I was like in my twenties, and I was, I was sinning. I was sinning, <laughs> and I was kind of like, I feel like I should go to confession, but they also say, you know, go forth and sin no more. And I uh, knew I still wanted to sin some more. Oh. So you can't go to confession. Well, so I was kind of like, so I'm not going to go to confession about that because 
I still want to sin. <laughs> oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. Okay, so and, you know, and, then I, and then when I was done sinning, I went to confession. And he said, now sin no more. I'm like, totally good. Broke up with him. I'm not going to sin with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so what you're saying, and that's, that's funny about the omission. Like you yeah, have, you omission. Well, the omission and commission. There's two kinds of sins, right? Right, right. Okay, you so leave, and you leave it out knowing you need to leave it out. Because then they're going to be mad. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to leave that part out. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we've talked about this year and you've said is this, this invitation to come back to our inner authority that like this year it's about coming back to the inner authority. So part of the truthfulness or the accountability or the responsibility is being truthful with ourselves. What is it that is really true and where are we holding that back because of whatever? I mean, there's a million reasons why we do it, right? So, so coming back to that place of, well, if I'm omitting that, you know, or if I'm dancing around that, why? And what is my actual truth? And then I love what you just said about, can we, can we say it, but from the heart? You know, can we actually, and part of that is, is becoming aware of what's in our heart, like really truthfully examining that and then being able to speak from that is the next level you know there's the first level of awareness in ourselves but then being able to speak from that place um you know i i actually had the the opportunity to redo a dance around situation from years ago and it was a read it was like okay now how would you do this truthfully and authentically from your heart and it was amazing to experience it was like oh that was easy that was good that thing that you know that thing that i felt like you know and and how are we belittling the other people in the situation and when we assume that they can't handle our truth or what is actually true for us we're basically saying you can't handle it you're not equipped you and and that's actually really unfair to them as well so we're being unfair to ourselves and not being honest and truthful. And we're being unfair to the person that we're talking to and assuming that they can't handle it. And then we just create more of a mess. I mean, that's at the end of the day, it creates this like snarled up thing. And there's that great scene uh, with the Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson movie where he goes, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes, <gasps> and, and then you go, maybe I don't want to know the truth or, I can handle the truth. You can yeah. tell me. But again, when the truth comes out, we then sometimes go, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to know that. That Carly Samin song, you know, we have no secrets. We tell each other. Sometimes I wish I didn't know your secrets. Yeah. But this is the reveal for the secrets. This is when you're really going to see stuff. And it can be a little hard because it's Mars square Saturn and you're going to look and go, wow. So that's the rule for this situation, but not the rule for this situation. Really? Two, se two separate sets of rules. Doesn't seem like you're coming from a heart place. Because if you really believe this, Venus in conjunct Neptune, you wouldn't do this, mm. Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. And yes, this is accountability time. Saturn is in his rulership. And he's got Jupiter and Pluto backing him up, going, got to be accountable. Got to look at it and understand it. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything about it this week. Because in all honesty, I would be really cautious because people are just going to go crazy with this square. Mm -hmm. And it's a retrograde square, so it's bringing up really old stuff. 
and Saturn's retrograde and he's stopping and he's bringing up really old stuff. And, you know, and I'm, you know, he's at 24, 24, 25. And that's when I was doing my sinning. Right. So here I am talking about it to a bunch of people. I don't even know. Yeah. I was sinning back then. I didn't want to confess, but I just confessed. Yes. Well, the truth <laughs> you don't is know the details of the sin, day. but you know, I was yeah. sinning. Right. I mean, come on, Anne. You're 24, yeah. It's okay. But it's understanding, okay, so, and, and we are human, you know, we have our desires, we have our, we have our reasons, but this is a time for, you know, accountability and understanding, like, really? Uh, you know, when you find yourself doing like, really? That is, that's this aspect. Mm. And if you find yourself really mad, that's this aspect too, because it's a Mars square Saturn, very contentious. So, you know, and it is very much about how are you going to use it? But the Venus says, and Leo says, are you playing from your heart? Are you really living from your heart? Are you living from some abuse, abusive energy that you need to adjust and change? Or some, and, and a lot of times Saturn is where we get crippled too, because he rules our bone, he rules our skin, he rules our structures, he rules our teeth. So think about when you were a teenager and you had acne and you were like, oh my God, let me hide it. Or when you're crippled, when you, when you hurt a body part and you limp or you break your arm, or you break a tooth, you're playing sports and a tooth breaks. It's a, you're very aware of the limitation of that. And so this is gonna say to you, love the limitation, you know, hate the sin, but love the sinner, right? Or hate the, um, you know, understand why. And, and then when you're coming from a hard place, you can use it a little better because the Venus is in Leo, and the sun is in Libra, right? And so they're in mutual reception, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg had. The Venus, the sun loves Leo, and Venus loves Libra. So if you're coming from a heart place, you're going to be fine. And yes, they might be upset, but you're actually you're standing in your truth. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the important part with Saturn. He always is about you know doing the bill. So we're out in we're out in the vacation, and I'm the Virgo. So I do the money, right? So I whip out the calculator. One of them's young, not working. And, you know, and she's not drinking and she's, you know, ordering like low, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so hers is this. And then, and then you're, and then one of them drinks. So she gets a little bit bigger bill. And Sonia, who owns the house that we're, she's like, just divide it, you know, fix the fixes for her and then divide it by four for the rest of us. So we kept looking at the other one and going, we're buying you drinks. We're buying you drinks. You know, and she's like, thanks. You know, so it, it's understanding that, you know, it's like, what level of detail do you want to go? So we wanted to keep it low for the one that was unemployed and younger than us because we're all older and she's like the baby. But then, you know, like, don't do it to the penny, Anne. You know, right. and I'm like, right. well, I can do it to the penny. No, don't, don't, you know, like then it, then it gets, you know, so it was kind of an interesting um it's just paying attention to the details and then going, okay, what's the heart's place? Hmm. So, so that's okay. good. And then also Mercury goes into Scorpio this week. So he goes from Libra where he's chatting into Scorpio where he gets a little mean and he tells the secrets. So that's the other part. Like Mercury then pops out and goes, oh, you think that's what's going on? Well, let me tell you what's going on. So there's a lot of secrets getting revealed for good or for bad, part of the accountability, you know, the neighbor calls your mother and says, you know what she was doing? And your mother goes, did you do that? No, no, I didn't do that. Mrs. Anders said you did it. 
I'd rather hear it from you than the neighbors. So it's like the secrets come out too. Which Again, is like not week. fun because if you lie, you get caught this week. So don't mm -hmm. lie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or be aware yeah. of like, oh, I didn't realize that was important to tell you that part of the thing. Of course it was yeah. important. That's why you left it out. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you accountable for that. But right. but I noticed, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a hard week, man. It's a hard week. Because we're all gonna get it somewhere. Hmm. Okay, so Paula is wondering, um, Anne, are you saying we shouldn't have done a ritual last week? I didn't. No, no, no you could have done it. We did ours bright and early Sunday, you know. Right, Sunday so just morning. do it again, right? Yeah. There's no. I mean, you can do it. Well, if you did it, what I said was the, the, the Thursday, Friday is hard. It's a separating part of the energy. That was we lost Ruth then. So around two o'clock on Thursday, we all left, you know, part of the group left. I stayed till Friday, but three of the, three of the five of us left. And then I left on Friday. So the ritual was bright and early Sunday, Friday morning, but the moon went void at like 740, you know, and then, then there was a mean moon when Ruth died and everybody started fighting. Now it's in Scorpio, which is intense and passionate. And then the next couple of days, it's going to be in Sag. Both of those moons have easier energy. So you can do another ritual. So if you did it on Thursday, on Thursday night, Friday, early Saturday, that's like, I'm letting go of this stuff. It's still mm -hmm. a new moon, but I, you know, we, we let go of Sonia's house, right? Um, we all, you know, it's like, oh, but it was all, you know, it's like, all right. So then I did, an, I did that there. And then yesterday night, I did another one for what I wanted. I mean, I did what I wanted to bring in then too, but I did another one because the Scorpio moon always is a big one for me because it's in the house of what I want. Right. And then Sag moon is my career. So I'll probably do one when the moon's in Sag. I'm a Virgo. I'm a little neurotic. I like to use all these moons. So it, you're good to do it until the moon goes into Capricorn, which is the weekend. And then it's mean again. So yeah, Paul, you can do more than one. And often the stuff that you did, if you did it on Friday, Saturday, that one is like relationship stuff that you're really kind of finished with, or I want to bring in a new relationship that's different than the kind of relationship dynamics I've had before it was a Libra moon and it was hanging out in a hard aspect to the Mars and the Saturn. So there was some realization about the structure of your relationships and it can be relationships to anything. Look at where the Virgo house is, look at where the Libra house is. Did that answer okay. the question? Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's not too late to do not a ritual. Too late. Nope. And if you've already done a ritual, you can do another one. Well, remember, think, you know, it's new moon. It's like very intense and crystallized. But then as it opens up, you start seeing the crescent in the sky. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of hooking your, hooking your ritual, just hanging it on that little crescent moon and saying, hey, moon, make it grow. I love that. I, I love that. I, the crescent moon was so beautiful last night. So thinking of that, hanging our, our new moon. Hanging our dreams on those moons, yeah. That's so cool. It's and this morning, this morning, I noticed um, Venus in the sky, like, opposite mars like it was it was almost like they were opposite yeah. each other it was really really powerful as well as mars went ready to go down and venus was rising yeah, exactly she's, she's a morning star now so right. if you get up and you watch she she's the first star in the morning and then if you're up at night if you look up you'll see mars over here in the in the east and jupiter and uh saturn over in the west or yes. not the other way around. Yeah, West, the Jupiter and Saturn set before Mars does. So you can watch, the, you can see the two of them up there in the night sky too. It's and then really just kind powerful. of imagine Pluto in there with them. Huh? Yes, exactly. I've been imagining uh, Pluto in the middle of Saturn and Jupiter as like the third eye. Yeah. Like that, that deep seeing the, you know, in, in the darkness. 
um, which is really, really powerful. I mean, there's, there is a lot to connect with when we actually look at the sky. And I keep having this. I mean, even Venus this morning, when I saw her in the morning, I thought of the Inanna story. And it was kind of like, okay, Venus, you're, you're kind of going before us and showing us that like in all this darkness and all this transformation and this like kind of murky ickiness that so many of us are experiencing right now, eventually we will emerge more glorious than ever like you do in that, in that journey that she takes. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, connecting with the sky has become very, very powerful through this year. If that's one gift that I know I've experienced. I know so many of our community members too, is that because it's so <laughs> to see Saturn and imagining Pluto and Jupiter in the sky. It's like, gosh, all of this is like not happening because of you, but like you You're have a lot. Yeah. You have a lot to show us right now. So thank you for, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to have gratitude for all the things that are being churned up right now in all of our lives mm -hmm. and to really have that, that ritualistic moment when we see them and have that connection. Mm -hmm. And remember yeah. Jupiter, when Jupiter and Saturn met in Pisces, that that signified that where they were like not right now, they're a little separate, but when we get to, we get to December and they're right next to each other, they traveled like that when Jesus was born. And whenever they get together like that, there's a king that's born, right? So there's an energy of a rebirth for all of us in the structures of our lives. Based on the work we do now, we get a new vision of where we're going and a new understanding of what's important to us. That's really what this is for. Wherever the, wherever the COVID clump is in your chart, that's the area of your chart that you're responsible for handling because mm. it's your Saturn-ruled house. So that's your work in the world, right? So in my case, it's my 12th house, which is my clients. You know, when I was working in computer sales, it was giving them stuff to make their work easier. Now as an astrologer, talking about the structure of their lives, that's my job, right? So I know this is very important for me for like, well, do your job, man. It's, you know, get out there, go do your job. And so you want to look at where it is in your chart and it also is releasing a lot. It's 12th house for people going, wait, I thought the 12th, it's my sixth house of my clients, but it's my karma. So it's releasing my karma, getting ready for a new cycle again to come in. Cause I've done, I did 36 years of work on this, 38 years. Now I'm done. You're free. And then what does that mean? You know, so it's very um, deep. And I think honoring this week what the little heart whisper goes i don't really want to do that anymore and you go what i don't really i don't really want to do that anymore and saying okay well, you don't you don't have to we'll figure out how we're gonna we'll figure out how we can fix it mm. so watch the place where you're going i don't want this anymore because sometimes that's that space of exhaustion too like why do i have to keep doing this it's like you don't well, you know, no, no, you can put it down. You don't have to do it anymore. You have to be responsible for your choices, but you don't have to do it anymore if you don't want to. And, and that's the Mars in conjunct says, let, if, if it's not helping you, it's okay to let it go and do something else. But, you know, we're creatures of habit. We go, oh yeah, it's, it's not a fun week, but you know, it's a consciousness week. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you got it, right? Right. And, and there's, 
there's gifts in that, those hidden areas, in those shadowy areas, in those places that we've hid from ourselves or others. There's gifts for us. There's power in them to unlock and unleash in ourselves for our journey. Like you're saying, I mean, it's, it's, we chose this time. We chose the chart. We chose the timing. We chose this experience. And so it's, it's not happening to us to punish us. That's I, I, I often, it's just that, that saying life it's happening for us. Right. It's not happening to us. It's happening for us. Even when it's hard, even when it sucks, even when you can't see why it's happening for you. So, okay. And, and a lot of times with distance, we see it. So I'm going to do one more thing. Right. When you go to church, one of the things they have us do is thump here. Your scapula, which is really your thymuses. So when you thump here, a lot of times when you're afraid or nervous or scared, it shrinks. So thump it. Like, wake it up. It's like the heart chakra. Go thump, thump. You did this in church? Catholic church? Yeah. Uh, think about when you did, oh, Lord, forgive me. I know not, you know, the beating of your heart right before confession. We didn't do that. You didn't beat your heart? No. No? That's cool, though. Uh, I'm a little older. <laughs> you're after Vatican, you're after Vatican one. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would hit your heart, Lord, I'm, you know, you know, forgive me. You didn't do it. It's in the church mass now where you hit your breast, you know? We just didn't do it. No. Just kind of tap it three times and say, please forgive me right before, right before communion. Then the other thing is the third eye. Tap your third eye to give, help me see this. Yeah. Say to Mercury, I really want to see this, or I really want my heart activated. And so the thymus, when you hit it, it when you beat it, it, just two beats, boom, boom. You just go, okay, let me help, let my heart be open. And then here, let me, let me understand. Let me see it. I'm not, I'm missing something here. And those can help a lot in opening up those chakras. Because a lot of times when we're afraid, they get shut down. Mm, really good. Okay. All I right, Anne. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Perfect. Okay. So and I was what, like, we're in the, we're into the Catholic ritual. So, and I'm going to ask some people on the older side that are part of this go, yeah, we used to beat our chest. Also <laughs> East coast maybe versus West coast. Cause I was in Could California. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Sometimes they didn't beat your chest back then. Okay. But some of the older people that beat your chest way in, so Amanda doesn't think I'm making up stuff. <laughs> I know you're not making it up. I know you, I know you I don't. Think but yeah. It's really cool. I wish we did it because it's Yeah, actually, well, it's yeah. like, Lord, forgive me. You know, you would just kind of hit it twice when the bells rang. Did the bells ring before King? Yeah, the bells rang. And I always wanted to ring the bells, but I couldn't because I was a girl. You were a girl. Well, the bell ringing is when you hit your chest. That's the right. time. Yeah. Three times because they yeah. ring and they ring and they ring, and that's when you're supposed to hit your chest. Oh, yeah. I remember I really wanted to ring those bells. And I remember saying to um, a priest at one point, hey, I would, I would really love to be an altar boy. We didn't even have altar girl. It was, I'd really love to be an altar boy. And he said, well, you can't. I said, well, why not? He goes, because Jesus was a man. And I was like, oh, God, that sucks. That sucks, yeah. <laughs> that really sucks. Like, that really hit. You know? I, you know, they were like, you can be a nun. I'm like, I don't want to be a nun. I want to be a <laughs> want to be a priest you want to be a priest no no go be a nun i'm like and wear one of those outfits Pull. i mean i am not a fashion plate but i'm not wearing one of those things you know yeah, yeah. they got the short end of the stick on the fashion for sure okay they did. they did so so here we go this week this is a week of action i wrote early on we're gonna see things this is when the sledgehammer hits consequences of choices. Okay. 
Saturn, Mars is square all week. So literally, it's just, it's square all week, just sitting there square. Well, it's coming in, right? So yeah. remember, Saturn stopped and Mars is coming in. And what we always feel Mars as he builds up. He doesn't meet Saturn until next uh, Tuesday. Oh, wow. So we have this buildup. But with Mars, it always happens before. Uranus is exact on the minute. Saturn's exact on the minute. Uh, Mars is a buildup. You feel the tension. Hmm. Yeah, and he's building up to his second square. And then after, is it is it a, is it a release of tension after yes. the the, the that's, next, that's next Tuesday. So we'll talk that's about that. Day. This this week okay. is like not fun. Okay. All right. So we're but building. It also makes everybody very clear. You know, everybody goes right. What? What? And then they go. And and that's good. That's not a bad thing. It's just not always when it's a square. It's not always fun because right, squares right. are, you know, when you're sitting on the couch for a while and you're reading a book and then you're like, oh, okay, I got to get up and go to the bathroom or I got to go cook something. And then you sit there a little bit longer and then you're like, oh, I have to get up. And, and and squares are like, we have to get up and do something. It's like, you can't not do it. You have to decide what you want to do. You can say, can you turn on the stove? But you know, you got to get up and go to the bathroom yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's got a demand for action. Demand Otherwise, action. you're going to pee on the couch. <laughs> and so your job is to be, all right, I don't want to pee on the couch, but man, I don't really want to get up. And so it's, it's a little, you know, you know, a little, you know, that kind of energy. You know, like when you were a kid and your brother noogied you. Aggravating. It's like yeah. irritating, but it's yeah. also, don't do that. And then right. you're like, noogie. You know, it's, yeah. It's, it's Mars crazy. Saturn is not a fun aspect. It's propelling us into action, like through the discomfort of whatever. Through the discomfort of the, the pee on the couch thing, though. I'm not going to forget that. It's so good. <laughs> okay. All right. So you don't get up, you're going to pee on the couch. Sooner or later, it's got to come out. So that's the other part. There's a Neptune aspect in there, too, Amanda. <laughs> okay. We like to be very literal so people get the metaphor and they go, can't believe she said pee on the couch. But they it's remember so it. Good. It is, we remember these things because they're so like, did she really just say that? Yes, she did. She okay. said that, yeah. So we're looking at July 25th to September 9th. We've talked about this a lot. So the storyline that was brewing for you, this is actually like going back and revisiting it, re looking at it a different way. Um, that's how new options on how to do it. Yep. Yes. Okay. So uh, also, is the what what do you want to release? Was that more last week or is that this week too? Well, that's the new moon. The new moon okay. had an inconjunct to Mars and Aries in Virgo. Yeah. So Virgo, Aries. Aries is, I need to go this way. And the Virgo goes, do you have mittens? Do you have your stuff? But this time Virgo's in charge. So she's saying to Mars, I think I need to let that go. I think I'm kind of done with that. Uh, yeah, I'm done with that. And then let it go. Because Virgo hang on to stuff. They kind of, you know, they figure out, they sooner or later I'm going to need it again. Sooner or later, I'm going to want it again. And so I have a new cleaning lady, and she's been moving stuff around. And I have a punch bowl in my kitchen. Last time I used it was five years ago. Okay. And I probably, no, but I mean, it's sitting in the box in the kitchen yeah. on the floor, you know. And I'm like, you know, I could throw away the punch bowl. Realistic. <laughs> and then I was going, well, maybe I should turn it into a salad bowl. I'm like, Dan, you have a lot of salad bowls. So we're having this little dialogue. So I know one of the things that's going to go this week, maybe is the punch bowl. <laughs> okay. And maybe not, you know, but I'm, I'm negotiating with the punch bowl. So you want to watch where you're going. Should I keep it? Should I let it go? Should I, and you should let it go. And if you don't let it go now, when Mars gets back to that point again in December, you'll let it go then. Okay. So it's, it's right. you know, it's really about 
I know I, I say I want to do this, so if I want to do this, then I have to do that. Mm. That has to leave. Mm. That's really a better way to say it. That, if that leaves, that'll give me more time for this other thing that I say I want to do. So it's saying no to something, but actually saying yes to the bigger thing. Yeah, saying yes okay. to the freedom place. Right. Because you okay. become aware of the situation that you have to change. So to okay. change it, that means you have to do it. So I, I lost weight when I had COVID and I just spent a week on vacation, right? So I'm still going, oh, I lost 22 pounds when I had COVID, but I actually gained some back on vacation, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I kind of thought, well, maybe I won't put, I have a little phone tracker, right? maybe I won't put it in my phone. And I thought, no, Ian, you gained weight, put it back in the phone because you're going around boasting about the 22 and you just gained four back. So now it's only 18. So now, you know, and, and of course the little slide goes up like that, right? Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to make potato leek soup. I'm going to really do well with my vegetables this week. I'm going to exercise, you know. Yeah, well, it went up, right? Mm -hmm. So I got to, you know, you know, face, face the, I have a talking scale that says the number when I get on it in the morning. And I'm like, really? Wow. I, not, but, you know, I you know, was out at Sonia's. It was a good time. And I didn't really exercise. I just kind of hung out and read books and ate good food. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So, Mars, remember, I have to take action and do it. Yeah. yeah. That thing you said about the report card last yes. week. It was like our midterm exams and the report card we yeah. were getting. Okay. All, All right. right so, so, the teacher said to you, now, Amanda, what's the deal with leaving the things out? Right. And you went, what? Mm, mm. You got a report card, right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and you were like, eh, you know. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's a good time to do ritual. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a time to revise our behavior. Mm -hmm. And... Um, towards our goals. Towards our goals, right? And then do, when we do the ritual, a good idea would be to light a, a candle and ask where you need to serve, okay? Um, or what, needs to be, what needs to be served by you? What needs to be better. served by you? Oh, that's even better. Yep. You okay. have a little more. You have a little more efficacy. It's your choice. I mean, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. I could gain back that whole twenty-two pounds, but I proudly mm -hmm. called the doctor and said my blood pressure. He goes a few more, and then maybe we'll we'll take you off the meds. I'm like, you know, but it went up. <laughs> it, it's a give and take. Remember, Virgo's a little of this, a little of that. It's back and forth. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the heart path here? So when we're in those situations, reflecting on the heart path there, and I like we could do something physical there with our, with our chest and actually feel it to tap into it and our third eye. So we can tap that too. Okay. That's for clarity. That's for being able to see, right? And I, I like what you said about um, it's okay to hate the sin, but love the sinner. This is both in other people and in ourselves, right? Uh, more secrets revealed. Um, new understanding for what's important for us. We'll have a new understanding about what's actually important for us. And that's actually a, a 2020 thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not just this week, right? Yeah. That's the whole year. And then I love that moment when you got really quiet and you, ha you had us listen to the whisper of our heart that was saying, I don't really want to do this anymore. So pay attention to that. I don't really want to do this anymore. And so there's accountability for whatever it is we have done and a choice point that we don't actually have to do it anymore. It doesn't mean you have to break up with it. Right. It just means you have to change the behavior. Yes. Because the, the, sometimes you just shift the behavior. Yes. And then it's better. 
So I got an email from a friend of mine last night who's got a situation with her daughter. And I was like, well, okay, you have some choices here. You know, you could do this or this or this or this or that. And it looks like you're feeling really taken advantage of by her and she's being disrespectful. You know, it was Scorpio moon to Neptune and she's a Leo. So the thing you do, you do with Leos is you respect them. And, you know, she doesn't want to not help her daughter, but also the daughter being, you know, kind of taking it for granted, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you adjust? Because she's still going to give stuff for the granddaughter. She's still, but, but to be, you know, so it's, you don't, have to, you don't have to be big about it. You just have to just shift it a little because she doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm. But she doesn't want to get rid of the kid. She doesn't want to get rid of the granddaughter. Right. But she has to change something. So that's where that little voice is. And, and when it whispers like that, you don't have to do this anymore. You can change it. Mm. Right. And that's the space. Now, in some cases, it's changing you. You know, so if she gives money with it being an expectation of a loan, my f opening sentence was, well, you know, what I do with this is I take the Oprah Winfrey approach, which is I give as much money as I'm comfortable them not paying back. That's what I'll give. But I'm not going to, if they say, can I borrow money? I'm going to give them what I'm good with. If they don't pay me back, I'm not going to be resentful. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a nuanced thing. So I'm still giving the money. But I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking at it as a gift rather than a loan, and it's okay, right? So it's it's that space. And there was a time when I was younger, uh, my brother was having some financial stuff, and he asked me for money, and I was like, okay. And it, it was a car payment, so I called the car payment place, and the lady said, well, you know, you shouldn't give it because we're going to take the car away. I'm like, I know, I hear you, but you know, I want to. And she she argued with me about it. And I said, look, I've given money to my friends. And this is my brother. And so I'm going to give him some money because I can help here. And if down the road, the car gets taken back, that's not my, not my concern. That's his concern with you, but I would like to make, make a car payment. And I did. And that was, you know, and I also was very aware that he had never asked me for money before, but I had given money to friends with no, uh, you know, wasn't paid back, you know, um, some people paid me back, but, you know, I'm not saying everybody didn't pay me back. <laughs> and I'm not saying write to me for money, but I'm also saying, but I, I you know, I wanted, I said it to her, but I, I said, but I've given money to other people and I've never given money to my brother. So I get, I get your concern for not taking my money, but I also want to give this to him. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he ended up, you know, paying me back and, you know, it was good, but it was, it was that, you know, reframing how you think about it when that little voice goes, I don't want to do this. Say, well, what would you like to do? What mm -hmm. can you do? Nothing? Or you want to do a different approach? And that may be what you want to do is just take that slightly different approach. Yes. Because it's from the like heart. It's coming different. from the right. heart place. So you do, there's part of you that did it, right? That's why you're in the situation right. that they're asking you. And then you're kind of like, mm so that's the part you want to honor so that you set it free so you don't have to do it because you really don't want to do it anymore, but you don't want to deal with telling them you don't want to do it. You know, it's like a, it's a complicated it's week, people. It's just thing. complicated. Yes, it's, it's the same exact thing of hiding that little bit of truth from yourself mm -hmm. so that you don't have to deal with something or you don't have to hurt someone. It's, it's, that, it's asking us to fine tune that piece. It's, it's, it is a refinement. 
it's like, so if you don't want to show up that way, how do you want to show up? And it is within your power to shift, make that little nuance shift. And that little nuance shift can change the entire thing. It, that's the Virgo part, right? That like detail matters. That little bit matters. And so how you're showing up and that real authentic truth, because with your brother, it was coming from your heart. It was like, yeah, I can do this. I want to do this. There was no like, oh, I'm obligated because he's my brother and I have to. And, oh, I gave it to my friend. So I have to get, it was just a, no, I want to do this. And it was really clear and true for you. So I, I think in, in all these scenarios in our life, it's what is really clear and true for you. And can you, do you have the courage, the heart, the courage to say it truthfully, exactly like it is? Yeah. And that in standing in that space is where you're clear. Right. And with the finger of God coming to the Venus, it's going to be like, you see this, don't you? And you're like, I do. I see it. And so that's the other space is when you see it, honoring what you see, then you get to decide what you want to do about it. You may not be able to do anything right this second, mm -hmm. but you need to see it. And that's, that's, the, that's the aha moment. That's the click. That's the you know, it changes how you think about things because you saw it, you can never unsee it. Right. And that's the part about fingers of God. And God and Adam in the Sistine Chapel, he yeah. comes and goes, okay, you see this, right? And you go, I see it, I see it. What am I supposed to do now that I see it? And I'm saying, you don't have to do anything right now, but you want to think about like what you maybe want to change. So I can, you know, I mean, obviously it's going to take me a little while to lose that four pounds and probably some of the loss. Maybe it'll take you a weekend. Maybe it'll go away, you know, because yep. I'm not going to be eating, you know, like, like out, I'm back eating my vegetables again. So yeah. yeah, but it also is you changed it back and now it's going, all right, consequences of actions, change it again. It, and again, it's Virgo. So Virgo is very mutable. So, you know, you may do it well today and then tomorrow you may be, I know I'm supposed to tell them the truth, but I don't really want to. Right. I'm like, okay, you don't have, you just know you have to, right? And they're like, oh man. And it's like, you don't have to do it right now, but you, you know, you have to do it sometime mm -hmm. or it's going to continue. Mm -hmm. And then you go, yeah, it's going to continue. If I don't <laughs> so it's like a real, it's a real pain in the ass week is all I can say. <laughs> and, right. and also remember, you're going to see this in other people, right? right? So when you see it in other people, you know, I know I've, I find myself yelling at my computer screen when I'm watching like a Yahoo thing. I'm like, what, what? You know, you can do that too. You can have a reaction watching other people go through it mm -hmm. and your kids and your family members. And you want to kind of talk to them about, we well, don't have to act on it, but you do have to have a plan because you are being asked to see something with your heart space about what you need to change in your life. Mm -hmm. And then you get to go, yeah, I know I need to change that. Mm. I'm all excited about my blood pressure being low. I'm like, now if I gain the weight back, it'll go back up again. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just, it's honoring we're in process. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Yes. And not being too hard on yourself. Like you said, it's not like everything's going to be fixed tomorrow. Your four pounds are gone. You know, it might be next week, but you know, but not being so, not being too hard on ourselves. If we're doing that vacillation thing, if you see yourself, unable to show up in that heart clear clear space it's not like that is not to berate yourself but like Anne saying now you're aware of it so you have the ability to continue making those refinements and those adjustments 
So, and thank you so much. I'm going to be thinking about you a lot this week. I thought about you. <laughs> I remembered certain things. It's so funny. I, I didn't remember certain things you said. And then Anna was like, remember Anne said? And I went, oh, that's so hilarious that I forget that specific thing, which if I had remembered, I would have done very differently. So <laughs> even though we know we still have those slips in consciousness where we forget, but then we get the lesson that we needed to get. So it's okay. Yeah. And remember, we're works in progress. Yes. We have to be nice to ourselves. The universe yes. is very wild and crazy right now. So the more you can really focus and double down on your self-care this week, the better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Stormy's theme, she's our inner circle guide. She kept, she said it probably five different times in five different ways. It's about progress, not perfection. Right. Progress, not perfection. So that can be our mantra for this week. So thank you everybody for being here. Thank you for continuing to share your feedback. We love it. We love to have this opportunity to connect with you every single week. I, and I was reflecting this morning about how this all started in March. It was like, Hey, can you come tell us what the heck is going on? And then you're like, well, I'm going to need to show up every week for the rest of the year because you're going to be asking that question every single week. <laughs> and here we are. In September, about to go into the fall season, that started in the spring, and yes. that was when the planets were back where they are now. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So we're back amazing. to March, so yeah. think back what was going on in March, because the planets are all stopping at the March place, Right. and they're saying, remember what was going on in March? Now, what do you want to do about it now? Well, um, in honor of this very tense week, and I didn't do this on purpose, but there's a special edition episode every day this week except for maybe not Friday. But so if you want to get those summaries of all the different episodes that we're doing, make sure you go to astrologyhub.com. And we've made like a little bar at the top now where you can put your name and your email in. And then we'll send you the weekly digest every week that summarizes some of the key points of all the talks that we did and then points you in the direction. So like go back here to look at Anne, go here to look at Rick's Cosmic Connection. Here's some special edition episodes we did. So we're going to be full on this week. I'm doing my 12th house um, thing that you're doing. And, <laughs> and uh, so lots of support for you. Make sure you sign up for that digest and check out Rick's course, the Astrology Foundations. If you want to learn astrology from Rick Levine, you have an opportunity to do that. Class starts on October 4th. You go to astrologyhub.com slash foundations. Check it out. We'd love to have you. And, and, and I will say to you, Amanda, your Saturn's in Leo. So yes. Venus came and kissed your Saturn and said, you have to give a little more love this week. Oh, I'm so gonna... that's, that's why you're doing more Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So you'll see, you'll get no lots mistakes. of yeah. yeah, no mistakes ever. And, and astrology is literal. It's amazing. I love when we get to break it down like that and just see it's like, whoa, it's literal. So gifts yeah. of love from your heart from other astrologers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. We will catch you next week, right before the Mars Saturn Square. The day before. Mm. The day before the Eve. Mars Saturn Square. Eve. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to feel it all week, people. So just yeah. go, when is this going to be over? When people say that to you, you know, you're in the stars. When is, what's going on? When's it going to be over? You're going to say, relief on Tuesday. <laughs> yes, relief on Tuesday. All right. And we're all, we're all going to be experiencing these things together. So if you feel like you're going crazy or you're, yeah, thanks. You're not alone. <laughs> yeah, hop in the inner circle type talk and talk to your astrologer, you know, your friends. And you're, yes. you're going to hear a lot of people coming to you. There's going to be kind of a crisis week for folks because, right. you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. <laughs> or yeah. you're going to want to pee on your couch, whichever it is. <laughs> <laughs>
Either way. Either right. way. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. We'll see you all next week. Thank Welcome. you. Bye, guys. Have a good week.